Okay, let's begin. I am Lanice Antoine Shelley, and I'll be your host through constructive, healing-based conversations designed to illuminate the adoptee, parents, and the adoption curious. We center the topics around community, mentorship, leadership, and healing, so you get a multi-dimensional view that is ultimately empowering. These are the voices who could not speak when they were young. Okay, before we get into it, I wanted to share with you some new offerings. We've just partnered with Isaac Edder's company called Identity, who provides adoption consulting and short practical guide pamphlets, a practical guide to transracial adoption and a practical guide to black hair care. As a listener, you get 15% off. Just click the link in the show notes where you can find all references and hot topics that are talked about in each episode. And since you're listening, I just wanted to thank those of you who've rated and reviewed this podcast, because every five-star click helps remind these platforms that our work matters and helps me keep going. So those of you who are getting so much out of these conversations and have taken the 30 seconds to write a positive takeaway, I see you and I thank you. Those who haven't yet, now is the time, my love. Let's talk about it on Instagram after you go ahead and click five stars and write a review. Hey you, how are you? How's your heart? I am doing well. It was an incredibly full week that is now spilling into the weekend. My muscles are a bit tight today. I push my body pretty hard, less now that I'm getting older I realized this year that my body loves and responds to low-impact workouts such as bar and elliptical and yoga. I used to run a great deal, and it was very hard on my knees and back. I grew up a dancer, and I would be ruthless with my body. In undergrad, I'd have a full day of classes, then I'd jog 30 minutes to a dance class and sometimes even run back home. During that time, I accumulated injuries that were ignored or masked by other muscles taking over. Those injuries have indeed caught up to me now. I have a lower back issue that I have to be mindful about, floating bone fragments in my right foot, a fickle right knee, all fun stuff. In yoga, I have to constantly assess whether my ego wants to do the posture because it looks cool and complicated, or if my body needs it. I'm listening more these days because I've only got one go at this shell of a body, right? It's high maintenance, but it sure does a great deal for me. Today is a solo episode because I'm slammed, just completely inundated with the house theater's season relaunch. I'm writing a play and launching some peripheral offerings to help us engage in the digital realm. I can't say too much, but if you're in the Chicago area, come through. I'd love to see you. I want to talk about perfectionism today and how it shows up in my life. All these heavy words like perfectionism and codependent weren't part of my lexicon until February of last year. 
I attribute all of this personal achievement of this past year to my facing a lot of the terms within myself and unblocking them, creating a space for me to explore alternative ways of living. It's terrifying going into these introspective dark corners and pulling out the whys of being single or struggling in relationships or not having the dream career, etc. We've all been there, right? But what is the breaking point where our present suffering or dissatisfaction brings us to our knees again and again, and then finally leads us to exercising change in our habits. Joe Dispenza has a brilliant way of looking at habits. He opines, how you think and how you feel create your state of being. 95% of who we are at the age of 35 is a memorized set of behaviors, emotional reactions, unconscious habits, hardwired beliefs, attitudes, and perceptions that function like a computer. A person can say with 5% of their conscious mind, I want to be happy and healthy, but how do you reprogram that 95% to those changes? I'm going to leave a link to his work in the show notes, but his approach has revolutionized how I see my habits. I would have a panic attack when someone pointed out a typo on a document, or I didn't sound intelligent all the time, or I wasn't perfect on this stage. I did not want anyone to see underneath this protective veneer. I had no idea that perfectionism was a form of armor. I thought for the great majority of my life that it was a sign that I cared more about people or situations. I'd even get angry when people weren't as rigid with doing things to the point of excellence as I was. The constant criticism of myself poured out onto others. It showed up in the fact that I was hard on myself and therefore hard on everyone else around me. I didn't show people my authentic, flawed, human, imperfect self for fear that they would leave me, abandon me. This caused me to give up easily on people and things in my childhood and even in my adulthood too. Let's, let's be honest here. <laughs> when it appeared that I could not be perfect in that situation. Whew. How many of you can relate to that? Some steps I'm taking are, I now compliment people either in my head or verbally as often as I can. I try to find something accepting and kind to think and say about other people. Like when I'm on the beach and I'm in my bikini and I'm feeling unconscious and I'm feeling self-conscious about being bloated or not having the body that I want, I look at somebody else and I compliment their body, which opens me up to accepting my own imperfections. I also tell myself affirmations when I feel pangs of shame rising to the surface. One affirmation I learned while studying in Russia was, you are beautiful, powerful, and gorgeous. We were doing Suzuki training with my fierce Russian teacher, who would bark this at us to incite focus and confidence. You are beautiful, powerful, and gorgeous. (laughs) I love that. I love it so much. With perfectionism, mistakes, even small and consequential ones, feel like I am being pressed into a raging furnace with a harpoon in my chest. It's agonizing, 
torturous even. Another thing I do is thought work and meditation. Victoria Albina's Feminist Wellness Podcast is another must-listen. I listen to her every day, practically. She is a nurse practitioner who can lead you through journaling exercises that are affirming and meditations that get you into the deeper layers of the subconscious mind to unblock those ingrained thought habits. We all have them. It's part of our conditioning. However, it was wonderfully liberating to find out that through mindful and deliberate observation, I can shift every single one of those habits. I'm starting a perfectionist group therapy course this week. I'll let you know how it goes. This work is ongoing, and even though it is imperative that we examine and engage, it is equally as necessary to give yourself time to rest and absorb everything you're learning. I have to remind myself that because I get really into these books and podcasts and then I just need a day away. I'm going on a bike ride today to one of my favorite stores as a treat. How are you treating yourself? You know you deserve it. I just want to make a shout out to a review that I got on iTunes. Jake TM2 wrote... I find Lanise's questions to be simultaneously rigorous and thought-provoking. It's what most of us want from a podcast, a challenging yet invigorating departure from the monotony of daily life. Whether you're adoptees, adoptive parents, people curious about adoption, supporters of adoptees in our lives, or just simply curious about the human condition, Lanise and her questions deliver. Ah, thanks so much, Jake TM2 for being an essential part of how we spread the word about this podcast. It is truly the best way to join the When They Were Young family. Show some love and indelible support. Love it. Thank you so much for that review. That's it for today. I hope you had a glorious Juneteenth last week. Sending you so much love. Another beautiful episode. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to my guest today. If you liked this episode, the best way to support me and this work is to write an iTunes review, a five-star review. (laughs) This helps us reach the top of searches and helps more people to find us. And if you personally want to connect, please reach out on Instagram or Facebook. And I have some great resource material on my website at laniceantoinshelly.com. So go on over there too. Until next we meet, go gently and have courage, my love.